Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. All right, everyone. Welcome <laughs> back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. We got a Saturday morning episode coming for you. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, I'm excited because the games are back. I, I believe that we're all excited to watch some games, get back into the flow of things, enjoy the weekend with our family right before kind of that. Is, is it is this Labor Day weekend or is next weekend Labor Day? Weekend? Next weekend. Next weekend Labor Day weekend. Next weekend. So we got one and more that, weekend. It's the last Saturday of August. Right. And this is like the, officially the East Coast when we start closing off summer, right? Like the last weekends at the beach and – it really parties. is amazing, right? It's amazing how the, the, the summer has flown, even with all the craziness going on in the world. I mean, 2020 has been an interesting year for all of us. It's one of these, like, you know, like, uh, like sports fans, it's tough, right? I mean, you know, it's been a tough time for sports fans, but a tough time for just for, for, for living in general. And then we got, in, in America, you got this election coming up too, which is another thing that's just going to be exhausting, right? It's just a tough, tough time. So we're with you guys. Trust me, we you know, we're trying to bring some levity, uh, you know, every day to the, uh, you know, the, the, the grind that is, that has been 2020. So, uh, and, and you said Saturday morning, I found out recently that, you know, we have some, uh, some overseas listeners. So we're looking at our, our, our statistics, or at mm-hmm. least I do. And we, you know, a couple of folks just messages from, uh, you know, from the UK, which, That's you know, right. I have to, uh, I have to say hi to, uh, to one specific guy, TJ Campbell, DNB is his, uh, is his Insta uh, TJ Campbell, DNB, tells me you got to talk a little bit more about football. And I see we talk about football all the time. You know, I talk about, you know, I talk about uh, oh, Kyler Murray. I talk about Drew Locke. I talk about football. And he tells me that's not football. And, uh, you know, <laughs> so, so we're going to have to dedicate an episode soon to, to soccer, or as it's called, football across the pond. And, you know, the difference between uh, stickers and cards and you name it. But we hear you, TJ. And like we say all the time, right, you know, if you're a listener, you know, somebody who hears us out there and, you know, where that's something you want us to focus on, something you want us to talk about, message us because you never know. I might mention you on the old, uh, on the old episode and you hear yourself and you can be a celebrity for a day. That's so, right. And, and we, we just created an Instagram group to talk all things sports cards, talk about the plays that we're making and just really kind of grow this community because at the end of the day, uh, I think that's what we're all looking for. And, you know, Cage, for my pick today, it's going to be a little bit along the lines of the rookie patch auto framework that I provided people uh, just a few days ago. Okay. Do you have anything that's top of mind? You know, I, I know the thing that happened with uh, the Black Panther. Do we want to do a tribute to him? Do we want to preview the games today? My son was a little upset about that when I told him. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, Chad with Bozeman, he went out, you know, I mean, he – Think of what he did. I mean, he's known about this for four years, you know, out on his own terms, right? So, you know, good, good. I mean, talk about leaving a legacy, right? Think of, think of some of the roles that he played from Jackie Robinson to James Brown to, you know, Black Panther, you name it. Um, pretty amazing. And it was, it was definitely sad. It was definitely a shock. I mean, when I saw the headline yesterday, I was like, okay, you know, somebody joking, it's Jackie Robinson Day, you know. And it wasn't a joke. And, you know, it's really sad. I mean, listen, it's crazy stuff. It really is. Uh, but, listen, we're not here to, to talk about that. We're here to talk about sports cards, right? And the, uh, the sports card market. So, you know, I'm happy today because it's supposed to rain, which is why you're happy. It's supposed to rain here. But, but even though it's going to rain, we have sports back, right? We have our guys coming back. Let's go. Coming back on the court. 
right? They're gonna they're gonna play. We're gonna get uh, you know the Bucks today, right? I mean, we got we got a bunch of games coming on. We got baseball. The Yankees have a seven game losing streak, including two straight yesterday in a doubleheader to the Mets, which is losing two day, two games to the Mets in one day is akin to like losing ten games in a row. And think about this: a seven game losing streak. I don't think they've had a seven game losing streak in years. I know they had a six game losing streak in seventeen. Um, but think of how compounded that is when it's a 60-game season. To lose seven games in a row, you've just lost a humongous yep. chunk over 10%, 10%. of the season. So yep. it's, it's nuts. But I'm excited. Let me ask you, what do you think of the seven, seven innings? Do you think that, that plays, a, plays a part? Like, how does that affect teams, right? When you're just playing seven innings, your whole life you're, you're used to playing nine innings. Is that an issue? Is that a big deal? I have to tell you, listen, I'm a baseball purist, right? Baseball is one of those sports that's like you can't change it. Don't mess around with it. But I will tell you something. Um, kind of like I, If I were in charge of baseball, I'd make the game seven innings. I agree. Because, I mean, all they're talking about is pace of play, pace of play, pace of play, and everything that they've done to speed up the game doesn't work. The players don't want to do it, you name it. So you might as well just cut off two innings. I mean, you know. And my son and I watch it, and he's like, ah, look, I like this. You know, like, he could pay attention to it. You know, yep. he's like, you know, it's like, this was good. I mean, it, it, it's miserable for me because yesterday the Yankees were winning in both games, and the Mets came from behind and, and won both, including one in the bottom of the seventh. And I'm like, all right, don't worry about it. We'll get it, we'll get it back in the eighth and the ninth. And then I realized there was no eighth and ninth. Um, so that's kind of shitty. But, um, yeah, but, I mean, I like it. If, if they, they should really give some consideration to it. You know, there's some interesting things that aren't going to happen this year because of the short season, and maybe some of it actually sticks. So, we'll see. They never will, right, because the stats will be different, right? No one's going to have home run totals the way you want. No one's going to be able to have counting stats. You know, you're, you're cutting out, you know, a quarter of the, of the at-bats of players, basically. So, you know, no one's going to hit 60 home runs in a season. It just, you know, it's – it, there are reasons why they won't do it. Some would make the argument maybe the players and the pitchers would be fresher and they would, might be dynamic and they might hit more home runs. Yeah, I guess. But more bats would always lead to better counting stats. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, listen, it's, in, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting stuff. I mean, it's okay. been a crazy sports season. So you want to give your play? You want me to give my play? Because my play actually has to do with baseball. And it's, wanna, a, it's a crazy short season kind of thing too. But go for it. What do you got? I want you to give your play since you mentioned it's baseball. Yeah. So, I mean, mine, I guys, I, I have to apologize to you guys because, you know, Andrew tells me this all the time. He tells me, you know, if you got something, go with your gut, right? And there are many times that I haven't. And there are many times that, you know, I regret it. And I'm not going to do this anymore. If I have a play, if I wake up in the morning after watching a slate of baseball games um, and say, this is going to be my play, I, I shouldn't go away from it. And, you know, what happened was about a week ago, I gave a bunch of, um, you know, dollar baseball type plays, you know, um, guys who should have a uh, tops rookie card this year because they're rookies this year, but because there is no tops update, like the Joe Adele we talked about. Like, I think I've given three or four plays of people who are playing now and having good seasons, but they won't have a top rookie this year. So we have to go back to the Bowman card, the first Bowman card to invest in that player. And this is going to be another one of those. So I had done a, a few of those in a row and I'm like, ah, there's reasons why I'm not going to give this guy a, and it's actually gone up a little bit since, and you might have actually heard of them. You, Andrew, have not heard of them. You know, I've been watching a lot of the San Diego Padres games for obvious reasons, right? Everybody um, knows I'm a huge Tatis fan, and uh, it, it's hard to not watch. And ESPN knows that he's, a, he's somebody I watch. I have an ESPN Plus subscription for like $3 a month. So I go on the app and I'm like, oh, look, the Padres are on ESPN Plus again. Like, wow, this is great. You know, let me take a look at, at the, the Padres game. So I watched the Padres game and they got a great lineup, right? They got 
some 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 spectacular players on the team. And you know, I love watching Tatis. They got Machado. They got all these guys on the team that are all mashing. And every game I seem to watch, um, I found I saw a guy playing, and I'm like, all right, who the hell is this guy? He's got a weird name. You know, he's 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 not someone I've ever heard of. And I'll tell you his name. And I'll tell you the card that I'm talking about, and then we're going to talk about his stats, right? So, so, so if I told you a guy on on the Padres is batting 348, it's not Tatis, right? I know, I know who it is. It's Manny Machado. It's not Machado, but that's ah. the thing, right? It's not Manny Machado, right? And um, it's it is uh, a guy whose OPS is close to a thousand, which is pretty damn good. Um, and oh, uh, I know who it is now. <laughs> Go ahead. Who is it? Will Myers. It's not Will Myers, dude. Right? Over it's not two, Will Myers. Jesus. It's and and so this guy came into the weekend batting three sixty with three home runs, twelve RBIs, fifteen runs scored, a steal, uh, OPS over a thousand. It's dropped a little bit after yesterday's games. Uh, was in the middle coming into Friday of an eleven game hitting streak, and during that hitting streak was hitting seventeen for forty one, the four fifteen batting average with a home run, seven RBIs, eight runs, four walks a steal and a 1.052 OPS, right? So everybody remembers a guy named Hunter Renfro um, who was traded. He was traded, and part of that deal was a guy named Jake Cronenworth. Everybody heard of him? Nobody's ever heard I, of him. I thought Hunter Renfro was uh, the Clemson running back. Yeah, uh, the... it's funny. <laughs> well, this guy, you know, Renfro was traded to the Rays, but Jake Cronenworth is on the Padres, and he entered the weekend – Fifth in rookies and RBIs, third in rookies and runs scored, second for rookies and hits, first for rookies in average, doubles, triples, and OPS. And among players with a minimum of 80 plate appearances, he was in the top 20 in on base percentage, 415, slugging percentage, 605, and OPS, and third in average overall in the league, right? So the guy is 26, which is interesting for a rookie. Because this is a little bit of a surprise, right? And the chances of him keeping his 360 average are not likely. But his average on balls in play, that's one of these, you know, um, sabermetric statistics. A 412 batting average on balls in play, B-A-B-I-P is what they call it. It's an indicator that there's probably some regression on that. But it's not falling to a number that's going to make him a 200 hitter. So here's why I bring this guy up. Nobody's ever heard of him. No one knows who the hell he is but he's in one of these really potent lineups in San Diego. He's getting a lot of play, a lot of televised games because of Machado and because of Tatis and because of this stuff. And I watched a couple of games last week, and I'm like, this guy's carrying the team. Not Tatis, not, not Hosmer, not even that. This guy Cronenworth, who, um, I mean, he looked like a legitimate player, right? And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with him, but here's the fun of it, right? They're halfway through, more than halfway through a 60-game season – where you could make an argument, and I, I did this in week one with Kyle Lewis, and I said he's going to win the AL Rookie of the Year, and he just has not fallen off at all. Um, this guy is now halfway through the season, and besides maybe Dustin May, who's a pitcher, and they have a, a hard time giving pitchers real consideration for Rookie of the Year because, I mean, what's a pitcher going to have this year? Ten starts? Twelve starts? Maybe? You know, if that? This guy's in the running for Rookie of the Year in the National League. And right now, you can make an argument he's the front runner for it. So here's a guy you've never heard of, um, not the same age as Pete Alonso when he won the Rookie of the Year last year, and everybody knows what happened with Pete Alonso's cards. I'm not saying this is Pete Alonso. He's not hitting 60 home runs in a season. Um, 
but his numbers are amazing. They're really great numbers. They're really, um, you know, he's got some really great stats. The kid looks like he's for real and he's on a legit team. So here's the play on the card, right? Because he's another one of those guys that should be getting a top update rookie this year, um, but he's not going to get one. It's a 2015 Jake Cronenworth. It's K-R-O-N-E-N-W-O-R-T-H. Jake Cronenworth, Bowman, first chrome. The paper's all over the place. The card's number 197. So again, 2015, Jake Cronenworth, Bowman. Um, you can get a ton of them. I, I saw this morning, you know, an, an auction for, you know, four of them for a couple of bucks. I saw, I mean, the paper ones are really cheap. I saw lots of 10 papers for $7. You know, a lot of 10 papers for $8. I, I don't love the papers, but, you know, it's the interesting part, right? People are going to chase this guy's stuff, and there is no tops rookie. So this is the card. When he starts getting talked about in the rookie of the year voting um, and he continues this stuff, and I'm telling you, people are looking for this stuff because I can already tell you because this, this guy was going to be my pick last week. And last week you could get as many of the Chrome ones as you wanted for a buck and you can't anymore. So people are already noticing this guy. Um, they're going to continue to notice him. And when they're talking about rookie of the year voting, you know, <laughs> in a month, uh, you know, or, or, or in, in six weeks, this guy's name is going to be there and people are going to be looking for his card on eBay. And if you scoop it up for a buck or two, uh, it's going to be four or five dollars. That's all. So that, that, there's my play. It's another one of those, you know, dollar basement things. I apologize to you guys because I should have brought you this thing last week, you know, when he was really on a tear. And then, of course, I didn't make the play and he goes on this ridiculous hitting streak. I think he, he had a hitting streak of like three or four games at the time that I wanted to bring you the play. And, and you know, that got extended to 11 games. And, uh, you know, again, I apologize, Luca Nation. I promise, Andrew, I won't do that again. But Jake Cronenworth, 2015, Bowman Chrome, number 197. By the sounds of it, it doesn't seem like you think that this is uh, his ceiling. This is just a trend that we're catching. And would it have been great to catch it last week? Yes, but it does sound like you think his ceiling is much higher, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think what we're seeing out of him right now is, is what we can expect from him. It's one of those things where, look, a 26-year-old rookie is not something that I would tell you to invest a ton of money in. It's exactly the same kind of analysis we had with Pete Alonso last year. You know, uh, what I would have said on him was, you know, you buy him, and when he wins Rookie of the Year, um, you know, sets the home run record, you name it, you're going to sell him for double what you were buying him at. It's the same kind of thing here, right? So I, I don't know whether or not Jake Cronenworth is a, a guy I would buy a ton of to grade and hold in my collection for the next 10 years. But it is something that right now, not a lot of people look at it. I can't say no one's looking at it because no one was looking at it last week except me. I should have brought you this pick. Now there's a few people looking at it. By next week, everyone's going to be looking at his cards. So get in now while you can, while it's still cheap, while it's still a buck or two for the card. And um, it's one that I'm betting by the time it arrives in your hands next week after you buy it and it gets shipped to you, the cards will be double what you're paying for them now. Hopefully the sellers don't cancel on Guys, let us know. I wanted to, I wanted you, wanted to ask you guys a question. Luke, Luca Nation, um, do you guys want us to do an episode on buying? Uh, it's a little windy where you are, Cage. It sounds like the storm's yep, going around the corner, which is amazing. It is. It started to rain. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Luca Nation, do you want us to do an episode on buying? Right? So it, we've been talking a little bit about PWCC and ComC. Let us know in the comments when we release this episode. Do you want us to elaborate on it and do a bonus episode kind of like we did uh, last week with selling? Now, my play, first off, you're amazing, Cage. I, I, I love how you find all these sleepers in baseball for like one, two bucks. It's watching games. It really is all it is. I mean, it's watching games. I watch the games. And, and it, you know, 
like Kyle Lewis, he just stuck out. I mean, I didn't see Ken Griffey Jr. because he's not the same stature, but I watched two or three games and I'm like, this kid's got something, you know, same thing with mm-hmm. Tatis last year. And I'm telling you, you watch enough San Diego games and I'm, I wasn't watching it trying to find Jake Cronenworth. I was watching it because I'm like, Tatis, please hit four home runs. This way my cards are worth more money and Luca Nation's cards are worth more money because they're buying them. But every time this kid got up, he got up in a stressful situation. There were people on base, and he needed to drive somebody in. He got up and needed to, you know, keep the wheels turning, get a big walk, you know, um, you know, just just move the machine around. And every time he seemed to do something clutch. Yeah. And you know, you see that while you're watching. You're like, all right, well, I love that. Somebody you gotta maybe invest in. That's all. Something I love that you said, Cage, is you know, like I said, you're always able to bring Luca Nation these behind the scenes, these under the radar plays. And you said, well, it's because I watched the games. What I watch is eBay sold listings religiously. Uh, and I, I watch them not necessarily only by player. I watch them by product release. How are Optic PSA 10s doing compared to Prism PSA? How are Mosaic PSA 10s doing in relation to Optic? Uh, and what I've seen recently, guys, is there's been a slight contraction market. Um, most of the listings recently have been best offer. What that means is when there's a bit of a likely to send an offer than to buy it for full price. So I've seen things like that, right? Uh, and this release that I'm about to bring you has seen a bit of a retraction, but I actually think long-term it's going to fall under our flight to quality, so to speak. And that release is the Kaboom release. I think the Kaboom release is by many, in my opinion, considered as artwork. I haven't heard one person talk about that release and be like, oh, that's really ugly. I think it's, one of the, the most beautiful designs. I think it's super cool. Uh, most people that see that those uh, designs love it. And what's also cool is the scarcity and rarity with it. So let me just educate you real quick and Cage, feel free to jump in here. Uh, there's the base Kaboom, the gold Kaboom and the green Kaboom. The green is out of one out of one, is out of 10. And then there's print run, but they're, they're maybe in the hundreds at best. Is that right, Cage? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the year, right? Because I don't know if you know this or not, but Kaboom goes back to like 2013. Mm-hmm. It's in different products, different stuff. I think the first one it was in was uh, a product called Innovation, which I don't even know if they even make that anymore. The 13, 14 Panini product. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting thing, man. It's a, I mean, and the gold is new, and now it's in every sport. Some of the Kabooms were in like, uh, you know, were in like specific packs at like the National. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff on it. They're really cool looking cards, though. If you haven't looked at them yet, um, it's your first time ever hearing about this type of card. Just go on eBay or, you know, just type it in Google, you know, Panini Kaboom. They're really cool, like sparkly, you know, like artwork yep. type of cards as well. So take a look at them. Uh, I think what's cool with the Kaboom release is, of course, the rookies are going to have a much higher market price. But I think there's still a good amount of demand for second year, third year, and just in general, uh, the Kaboom release for, you know, like a Jason Tatum card, for example. The Jason Tatum PSA 10 Kaboom just sold for about 600 bucks. Same with the Donovan Mitchell, uh, Baker Mayfield Kaboom sold for two three hundred bucks. So that's in a PSA ten. So my play for you guys today, it's similar to the rookie patch, is to take a look at some under Kaboom just to be safer. I think you're going to find quite a few of players in the NFL and NBA that are under the radar. For example, like I think Baker Mayfield is someone that's under the radar, but his prices for the Prism and things like that are still super high. Um, but getting in on a Kaboom card that's a PSA 10 that you can get on 500 bucks is a great value add to your collection. And I'll even let you know when you could sell it. 
the way you sell a Kaboom card is when that player that you're about to buy has, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, let's say has three games of three touchdowns each. That's a great time to buy and three, four X your profit. I think a Kaboom card could easily sell for, it, 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 it demands this certain level of quality with it. I think that's the, just based on design aesthetic, how it looks, people associate that with quality. And I think there's a lot of cards right now that are under the radar for the Kaboom release of players that could really pop off and it'll give you an opportunity to sell. So uh, that, that, that depends on you. Like, I think you could look for Drew Locke Kabooms. I think you could look for Baker Mayfield Kaboom. Uh, I think you could look for Daniel Jones Kaboom. I think there's some baseball player Kaboom cards that you could take a look at that we've mentioned to you. But my general thesis is take a look at those Kaboom cards because there's been a contraction in the market right now, especially with modern. And I think you could really get a great deal that, you know, might've been 20, 30% higher just a few weeks ago. You could get a great deal on one of those cards. Uh, if you just send a few offers out and get a great deal on, on the Kaboom release, frankly. Yeah, no, I, I agree. One of the cool things about these cards is what I've noticed um, <clears throat> recently is everybody likes the shinier, the better. It doesn't matter the release, you name it. Right. So mosaic came out for basketball and it was look at these cards look at you know these shiny shiny it's so mm-hmm. shiny right and and you know the prism stuff is really great because of all the parallels and you name it you don't get a much cooler shiny card than kaboom it's something that has changed product right changed the release mm-hmm. i think one year it was in like crown royal and and you name it but but these cards are they've been around now since 2013 I mean, it's almost yep. a decade of release so it's not something that's going anywhere it's something that people can collect their player of it and it's just one of those really cool cards and it's evolved over time the ones that have out this year are just they're amazing looking whereas they're a little cartoonish um in the 13 14 ones but you can still get some of those 13, 14 ones, which is like second year guys. I mean, not graded, but I mean, you know, like I was looking on eBay, Damian Lillard, you know, they're, they're affordable prices, you know? So, yes. I mean, you were talking about football, but they're obviously it's in, it's there in multiple sports. You know, just to piggyback sure, on so- this, it's the same type of analysis. I love the downtown cards. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of the downtown cards. You know, the uh, Luca downtown is a really cool looking card. Um, go ahead. And these are considered inserts, right? Yeah. Yep. They're considered inserts. Which I think is, is cooler than, like, for example, the Mosaic. Something that I think would, is actually going to hurt the release is that there's so much supply. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of Mosaic. There's not a lot of Kabooms. <laughs> They're pretty limited. There's not. So, so, so that's where it kind of takes that right turn into flight of quality and artwork of really recognizable players. And unanimously across the board, people love the designs. So I think exactly. it's a really, really good buying point right now. Exactly. I love when Cage love is it. adamant about agreeing with me. When he says exactly to me, I know I'm onto something. That's a great feeling. <laughs> no, I mean, I like the cards. You know, I've thought about getting into them myself quite a few times, but it seems like every time I do, they sell for just a little more than I want to pay. But it's your, 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 your play is, is smart. I mean, especially with football season coming up, I'm looking at football ones. You know, Baker Mayfield right now, you know, his market, it might start to heat up a little bit because, I mean, he was as hot as they come going into the season last year. Yeah. And he didn't have the season people expected. So his cards are nowhere near where they were, you know, going into last year. He's, you know, he's somebody I, I may start to do this week some research on myself to find a card that might be a value play also for, for our Luca Nation. So, you know, if you can combine the two, Baker Mayfield's prices are a little bit depressed. Um, and that Kaboom card is a pretty cool card. You find one of those out there. And yeah, you're right. I mean, week two, he throws a four touchdown game. And people start to talk about how, hey, he figured it out. He's gelling with his teammates, something. You know, you've hit on something there. 
Yeah, and, and and I originally did an individual player, but with such a limited release and such a limited print run with Kaboom, I don't want 2,000 followers to all go and swarm to <laughs> Baker Mayfield. You know, some people like baseball, some people like football, some people like basketball, and I like giving people but, options. Uh, so it's a slightly different twist on the play, but I think there's opportunity, like you said. Like, for example, let's say I love Devontae Graham and I'm huge on the Charlotte Hornets next year. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I take a look at, at Devontae Kabooms because the, I, I don't know what the – I can't look up every player, but maybe there's potential there. So some of the under-the-radar players that we've provided you, it might be worth taking a look. It might be worth taking a look at a Trey Young Kaboom rookie card if you have those, that liquidity because his might be at 1,000, but Libyan – and I just don't agree with that, that uh, what is that called, the, that multiplier. So depending on who you love, what sports you follow, uh, and where your buy-in point is, I would take a look at the Kaboom release as a piece of artwork to add to your collection that might pop off in a certain period of time, depending on the player you choose. I love it. And here's the fun part about your play, right? If you're going to go and research these things, it ties it right back like an episode of Seinfeld to the beginning of this, where we said, Hey, to our friends across the pond, we want to take care of you too. Like, uh, like TJ, um, mm-hmm. like, like flip addict, who's part of our mm-hmm. nation is also UK yes, based. Um, so guess what fellas, there's not just American football of kabooms. There's soccer. Your football as well in Kaboom. I mean, all the big stars mm-hmm. have them. Neymar has them. Mbappe has them. Ronaldo has them. There are yes, Kabooms for, uh, for soccer as well. So it's one of those plays that kind of, you know, touches all bases. So I love it. Take a look, guys. Thanks, brother. There you guys Listen, have it. Luke Nation, uh, let us know. Let us know. Should we do a buying episode? Should we talk a little bit about PWCC, about Com C? Uh, we did a selling episode last week, so we'd love to hear from you. What were you saying, Cage? Yeah, I'm saying I want to thank everybody, right? I mean, I try to spend 30 seconds on that as well. I mean, you know, we're glad that you're, you know, riding with us on these picks, um, you know, buying some of these picks and hopefully making some money and, you know, getting some some enjoyment, a couple of laughs, you name it, out of the interaction between Andrew and myself. We just had 2,000 followers yesterday in six weeks, which is amazing. We want to thank you guys for that. The listener count is, it goes up every single day. And we love that too. So whatever you're doing, keep doing it, guys. You know, keep telling your friends about us. Keep going. And, uh, you know, the bigger we get, the uh, the more content we're going to be able to give you. So that's really the key, right? You know, we want to be able to, you know, keep talking to you and find new ways to uh, to deliver it to you. So I anticipate, if you guys tell us you want it, Facebook soon, YouTube soon, all that other fun stuff. So thank you guys for your support. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for all the suggestions. And you know, keep interacting with us because I made TJ a celebrity today. I've mentioned him now for the third time. So, you know, you mm-hmm. send us a comment, send us a message and, 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 you know, hey, guys, talk about this. And we're going to talk about it literally hours after you send those messages. So um, I don't think there's anybody else out there that's doing that kind of stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Luca Nation, if, if you listen to the end here, do me a favor. So I'm a very lucky man. My co-host here, Cage Lawyer, he's, uh, he's someone who has a big heart. And today is his 16-year anniversary. Oh, my wedding so, anniversary. Yeah. yeah, it's a 16-year anniversary. That he has an amazing family. He has two amazing kids. And uh, he, he's just an awesome, awesome all-around guy. Go to his Instagram, at Cage Lawyer, and, and send him some love. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> Talk to you soon, guys. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. 
And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.